Hey, folks, this is Double J, Jeff Jarrett. That's right. That's J-E-double-F-J-A-double-R-E-double-T. That's Double J, Jeff Jarrett, the world's greatest singer, the world's greatest entertainer, and now the world's greatest podcaster. Ha <laughs> ha. Just kidding. Hey, tune in, or you're listening to, or if you haven't subscribed, go right now and subscribe. SLTD Roundtable, the podcast. You got to tune in. These guys are great. They're greater than great, but they ain't as great as Double J. Ain't we great? Hi guys, welcome to another SLTD Wrestling Roundtable podcast. We are here as always. Uh, this week we are continuing with our Tag Team World Cup 2023. Um, we're doing more groups today. If you haven't seen or heard yet, um, we, did our, we did our first round of groups on our last World Cup episode. So we've done A, B, C and D. Um, so we're doing the final four and then we will move on into... Um, the bracket stages, which is always more fun when you get down to the nitty gritty, nitty gritty. Um, I will throw it around the table as always, and we'll get into this. Callum, you okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. For for once in my life, I had to do some research and had to watch some matches from WCW and ECW. Uh, very intrigued. Let's just say, Adam, how are you doing? I'm all right, yeah. Um, first week of half term done. Just trying to have a chill as much as possible, you know. Um, we've got we're Ruby and Les this weekend, so there's just me, Amy, and Ellie. I've got a Lego set to build downstairs. It's all Ooh. good. This is the weekend. What, what are you? What what is it? I got Tales of the Space Age. So it was a relatively cheaper one. It's about thirty oh, quid. It's just it it looks it looks nice when you put it all together. That's kind of why I got it. But I got it because I ordered the. Disney 100 camera. So at the end of August slash the start of September, I will have what looks like a working old school camera up there. Yeah. So it's a nice set. It's a nice set. Um, I will say as well, after we've done the groups in this same episode, we are going to do the draw for the round of 16 as well. Um, With our very, very high tech drawing machine. Yeah. Brand new. More of, more of which I will reveal later. Uh, brand new for 2023. Yep. Yeah. No yeah. expense spurred. Nope. If this ends up on YouTube, um, that's Here's my the dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've I have actually taught her because I watch so much old school wrestling. Um, and I'm not going to do it on a podcast because nobody needs to listen to a dog howl. But I like she when Rich goes to bed. I'm like, should we go downstairs and watch some old wrestling? And she gets all excited. And I'm like, yeah, should we go see Macho Man? Should we go watch Macho Man Andy Savage? And she's like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, thing it. And then I was like, what does Rick Flair do? What does Rick Flair do? Yeah, look, she's looking at me now like, oh my God. And she howls. She's like, how? So yeah, she does a little woo for Rick Flair. So you're wasted, I'm... wasted in your job. I know. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Dog whisper. Like, it's not you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was wasting a bit late. There you go. That's that's kind of what he does. Um, so yeah, we're gonna get into um 
groups. All right, go away now because your jangling's not good. Um, we're starting with Group E this week. We are indeed. E for ECW. Hey. We're not. Um, don't worry. We're not doing F for. FCW. 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 That's a good one. G for GCW. Yeah. And then H for Yeah. Hardcore. What was the time? House of Glory. House of Glory. Oh, I mean Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If we're doing it like that, G should be um Global Force Wrestling. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? There's a World Cup in itself though, isn't there? Of like Defunct promotions <laughs> over the years, one hundred percent. Um, yeah, global force with the the beautiful next gen championship. That was their like mid card title. Oh. Uh, it was beautiful, like Cody Rhodes had it. Oh, it was delicious, absolutely delicious. Beautiful, it was. I'll turn off the picture. Um. So yeah, ECW. Um, I'm gonna throw it over to you, Adam. Mm-hmm. You've got all the all the all the bits and the bobs. I do indeed. I've broken down, but you've got all the bits and the bobs. Yeah. So. Um, apologies. I don't think you can pick it up because it didn't come up the other day. But I do own, and I have a little fan now in here, which has a little bit of water vapor in it to cool me down because I get as warm as shit in this room. So if you can hear that in the background, I do apologize. If you can't, it's all good. Um. So this year, because I can see a fan. Doesn't can see a fan. No, yeah. not that thing. That's just a bog standard fan. It's oh, here. Just... It's next to me here. Uh, that's just a fan for show. Going. Yeah, because I thought that one might work, but then it didn't kill anything down. It just started circulating dead air. And my sweat. That's fair. <laughs> you. 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 <laughs> uh, fully condemned a t-shirt yesterday after the gym. Oh my god, that thing was drenched. Not having that. Oh, it was bad. Bad times. Wow. I, I got in the car and Amy was like, you actually stink. I was like, you would say that to me every week. And she's like, no, no, this time you actually stink. <laughs> you actually stink. <laughs> That's funny, that. Wow. Um, anyway, so ECW, Group E, we've got the Dudley Boys, RVD and Sabu, Public Enemy, and the Impact players of Landstorm and Just Incredible. So we're going to go through the matches. As usual, winner gets... Is it two points or one point? I forget this every time. Yeah. Did we do one point last time? I think I think, we yeah, we did. We gave I them think one we point. Did, yeah. yeah, just one, to make yeah. it easy. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Winner gets a point. Loser gets an out. Most goes through. In the event of a tie, we argue the toss and we send two through. So, first match, the Dudley Boys versus RVD and Sabu. Now, for me, and this is the thing that I've been mentioning a lot throughout this, uh, especially in the last episode, about the difference between legitimate tag teams and two guys stuck together. But admittedly, one of mine from TNA was AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. So then I'm a hypocrite, but I'm going to keep mentioning it anyway. Now, I, I love RVD. I think he's fantastic. I like watching Sabu every now and again just because he's batshit crazy and chucks himself into tables and does all that other kind of stuff. But I think for me, for a tag team World Cup, it's got to be the Dudleys. The, you know, the most decorated tag team in history. They've won everything that they needed to win. And then to be fair to them, 
I was going to say they both had very successful independent uh, individual reigns. I think more Boyere, but yeah, I think I think for I'm me, going, it's, yeah, it's the Dudleys. Okay, uh, Callum, what do you think? I mean, you can't really have a tag team World Cup without the Dudley Boys. They are on par with the Hardy Boys, Usos, Young Bucks, FTR in terms of how important they have been to tag team wrestling in the past 30 plus years. There's Callum spoiling a pick for IWGP later. (laughs) 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 But going back and, and watching some old ECW matches, which admittedly I had to do to research three out of these four teams, the only team I didn't have to research were the Dudley boys, because obviously I've seen them against Edge and Christian and the Hardy boys for years now. And the fact that I didn't have to research them shows how good they are already. So Dudley boys has to win this. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's no point in really arguing like the toss, to be honest, because I feel like unless you get into the nitty gritty of ECW and you, you essentially was like, okay, We'll look at this purely in ECW, which I don't think is going to happen. It's got to be the Dudley's eye. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think they are head and shoulders above. I love Bully Ray. You know what I mean? Like, at least dude, any like, just yeah, top guy. So yeah. Dudley's, eh? Dudley's, point on the board for the Dudley's. Right. Next match, Public Enemy versus the Impact Players. Ty, do you want to kick us off on this one? Um, I would say, um, in my expert opinion of ECW, which is very much early ECW, I will say, um, Public Enemy are over, man. Like, He's something that shouldn't work, but does. And I don't know why it does, but it does. Like, it, like Public Enemy are like that tag team that you go to like a local show and you think, these two aren't wrestlers. These two haven't got a clue. And then they do some shit or do a promo or whatever it is and you're like, wow, these get it. So... As much as I like Storm and I used to like Just Incredible, Public Enemy have got a... Yeah, Public Enemy. In my defence, I don't like Just Incredible because he messes around podcasters, we'll say. Oh, okay. So there's been numerous, numerous things where he's been like, yeah, yeah, I'll come on your show. Yeah, yeah, sound, yeah. I'm not doing that. So, I used to really like him. And when I was a kid, I mean, calling yourself just incredible is just genius, isn't it? Yeah. Let's be honest. You know what I mean? It's almost as clever as Hugh Morris. <laughs> Hugh Morris. Funny. Um, but yeah, Public Enemy, uh, uh, yeah, a win for me, easily. Easily. Okay. Callum? 
so I've watched a match from each of these two teams. And I was saying off podcast, the public enemy match was off hardcore TV. So it was more of a highlights package. And their opponents were Taz and Sabu. I think I've got that right this time. I know I said it 10 minutes ago, but it's watched so many matches in the last week that it's easy to forget who the opponents were. Um, the problem was with this highlights package, it was more favourable towards Taz and Sabu, so Public Enemy didn't really get a look in. Whereas the match that I saw from Impact players was them against Raven and Tommy Dreamer. And you got a better look at how good impact players were as a tag team so for that reason alone and a very loose reason i suppose i'll give impact players the, the point oh see okay. i i agree with ty that public enemy were massively over but to me they are to to give you a contemporary sort of comparison they're an enzo and Cass in the they talk the talk but when it comes to the wrestling, they're not the most technically proficient. And if I was going for a purely work-rate tag team, I'd go for impact players. So my vote was for impact players. Okay. There you I'll go. take that. I'll take that. I'll take that loss for... Yeah, you should. Enemy. You take the L. <laughs> um... <laughs> right, next one. Dudley's versus Public Enemy. Dudley's oh god. I'm not all right. Um just because I know they're not gonna get through, I'm gonna go over the enemy. Yeah, because I'm picking Dudley's. Yeah, <laughs> so am I. <laughs> I feel like this is like a proper <laughs> what? We should have been like, okay, we need to we need another team. You need to wait for when we um when we do the round, it's gonna get harder when we do the round of sixteen. So I, I feel yeah. like you should just, just no, like, no, no, to losing it because I like I've I've purposely chosen to wear my CMFTR t-shirt today because they're not involved, so it's like an unbiased t-shirt. Right, so then, you. when we get to the round of sixteen, I ain't wearing it because you know. Okay, but CMFTR I, I, is far too many letters. Just so you know, it's fine. It looks good though. Um, I tell you what, though, surprised me more than anything the other day. Um, I, basically, my personal trainer's put me on a six-week program to lose another stone and a half by the end of August. What? So I, yeah, so that I get to six stone altogether gone. Yeah. Um, and he said, right, take a picture on the on the first day in your gym stuff. And I thought, right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to dig out an old T-shirt. Yeah. What one that probably doesn't fit me very well, in the hope that at the end of the thingy, when I take the t- picture, it fits me all right. Right, yeah. pulled it out. Right, I've not worn this t-shirt in, I want to say seven years almost since we went to NXT Liverpool, um, and it fits me. Oh wow! American Alpha good, t-shirt. Jesus. So I've got an American Alpha what? t-shirt downstairs, so I'm going to crack that bad boy out at some point. Is Ty froze, or is that just a face that he's pulling? I don't know. I think he may have froze. <laughs> I was going to say, it's just a bemused face. Like, <laughs> I wish I had up. an American Alpha t-shirt. <laughs> he's back! <laughs> what? What? I don't know what happened there. The camera just froze on you being like... Because <laughs> <laughs> you used to like... Oh, uh, what? 
so I missed that. So what happened? Uh, basically, my American Alpha T-shirt fits me, so I'll be cracking you that. You wanted it to not fit you, and it did fit you. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I've got a different shirt now. I, I know. So uh, that one and an Undisputed Era one as well. So. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm just dropping, just dropping sizes. TK will be calling you for all in. I'm telling you. I mean, Jericho versus Farron. I couldn't even go because that's the day that I'm best man for my mate's wedding. Oh, way. I mean, Uh, I'm sure that could be rearranged. Oh, yeah. There's another fluff that's happened. You go and get measured up for a suit. They make your custom made suit. You go and put the suit back on, and they go, That suit's too big for you now. (laughs) So I had had to stand in the shop yesterday while a woman pinned me to death. Jesus. And then they were like, yeah, we're not going to make these alterations if you know that you're going to lose more weight. Come back towards the end of August and we'll do it all in. Wow. <laughs> right, Can you okay. proper see the difference, like? Like, I was stood there and she sort of like, um, I just thought it was like here, so like on my chest, because you could sort of yeah. fit two fingers in it. Weird. Um, And so she sort of, she lifted the shoulders of the waistcoat up, she pinned it, and I thought that was all that she was going to do. And then she went to the sides of the waistcoat, yeah. um, the back was fine, and then she had me put my jacket on, and she said, most of the jacket's fine, but I'm going to do your arms, and then I'm going to do your legs as well. So like literally, like this suit that I've got now, is just pins in it all over the place. That's, yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm fine with it. The people who are paying for my suit, I don't know how happy they are. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good, isn't it? Oh well, I mean, so good. Oh, anyway, um, if you lose any more weight, I've got t-shirts that don't fit me. Well, know. this is I might I might need to you know oh, call yeah. on you because solid wrestling t-shirts though, like it's fine. I won't have your Velveteen dreams. <laughs> like <laughs> you can leave them. <laughs> I've got a. Um, your Chris Benoit t-shirt, you leave that in the, in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a, a 2XL, um, like an XXL um, Champa t-shirt that's never ever been worn. Okay, maybe. I might get to that point. You there's know, the there's a wishful thinking. Flag, yes. Like yeah. You can't yeah. get it now, and it, it really depresses me. Um, <laughs> it's, it's like, I've, I've tried it on. Yeah. And I tried it on when I found because I lost it. I didn't lose it. It was in Rachel's mum's like our wardrobe that we had when we lived there, like way, way back when. Um, and I was like, oh my god, I've never even wore this t-shirt. And then put it on and was like, wow, this is such a good nighty. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell is this? Oh my days. <laughs> so yeah, it's still got tags in the little hologram and everything on it. Like you know, I'm like so sad that it doesn't fit. Yeah. Uh, like, I, yeah, makes me super duper. Because I didn't realize I kept it all, but I've got a bag full of like one and two size down wrestling t shirts. Like, there's yeah. a Hardy Boys t shirt in there, there's a Nakamura t shirt in there. Like, so I think honestly, I think I'll get to the end of the year and I'll have to be like cracking them out because, what? like, it's now that I'm re- like, I, I wore, um, I got a Lost Boys t shirt like last month. And when I first put it on, I thought, oh, it doesn't fit that well, but I'll keep it because I know that it's thingy. I wore it yesterday and it fits like this T-shirt fits. So I was just like, yeah, fine. That's yeah. mad. So, oh, yeah. So good. Anyway. anyway. How did we get from the Dudley Boys versus Public Enemies to talk to you about T-shirts? Hey, Bully um, Ray's weight loss is an inspiration. Bully, yeah, Bully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they raised weight loss and subsequent, subsequently pulling Velvet Sky is an inspiration. There you go. Yeah. Velvet Sky? Uh, Holy Ray and Velvet I know, like, I know. Never in a million years would you have ever said that. That's more shocking than The Miz and Maurice, I'll be honest. Yeah. yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, right, match four. Um, RVD and Sabu versus the Impact players. Okay. So I think a bit more of a difficult one because I because for, for me I've got that that idea of my work rate tag team where you're always going to get good matches out of them versus a singles guy that I really like a singles guy that I can every now and again watch together they were quite good but then as I'm speaking out loud I kind of talk myself out of it and I'm sticking with my work rate match. Uh, with my work rate team, I'm going with the impact players. <laughs> okay. Um, Callum? I was going to offer you to go next, because <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be quite I, boring if I go next. I feel... Oh. <laughs> I feel like... Am I right in thinking the impact players have got the most points here? Um, I mean, so far it's the Dudleys. How many have the Dudleys got? Two. Two. Uh, haven't the Impact players got two as well? They've got one they so far. If they win this one, they'll have two. Okay. Again, Angie and Sabu are just ECW, aren't they? <laughs> this is where my head's going, is that it's like. Uh, your head's going because your head's gone again. <laughs> Ty's internet is not working with him today. I mean, I, I'm going to be more disheartened and disappointed if he misses the high-tech draw that we're going to do later on, you know. He may just have to send his picks over. And I know. Oh, here he is. What the hell, man? You're on the fritz, man. What's going on? I don't like your, this. Your internet. I know. I'm looking at it, though, and it says it's sound. It says there's no issues with it. Like it's on, it's doing its thing. Secure connection. Full bars. Grace. What the hell, man? Anyway, um, what I was saying was, um, <laughs> it doesn't matter where RVD and Sabu wrestle. They're always ECW guys. Mm. So I'm going to go with uh, RVD and Sabu, even though I know they're not going to win. All right. Okay. They so, might still win. I mean, they're not going to win, are they? Let's be honest. And maybe swerving all of you. How I'm keeping the dream alive. It might be. I might be. Maybe. So, maybe the not. RVD and Sabu tag team, I thought, oh, this is going to be really good because watched a fair bit of RVD, obviously, across every promotion that he's been in. And then sort of remember Sabu for being that guy who just did insane, insane stunts, basically. I what? think I remember, was it, the, was it the 08 Rumble where he got choke slammed through a table by Kane? It was indeed. Stunts. Stunts. That's catches catch cam wrestling, that. Messing. That triple jump moonsault. <laughs> Sometimes he misses. Yeah. Sometimes he doesn't. Play <laughs> One of the only moves he's you. got in his arsenal, but sometimes <laughs> he misses it. Yeah, a flaming um, um, barbed wire table. I remember watching him for the first time. I was like, oh, he does a lot of jumping and sitting. He jumps and puts his legs up in the air so it looks like he's sat down and he just puts a chair under himself. And yeah. he goes, there you go. Yeah, that's, that's all he does. <laughs> it's gone from the wrestling uh, school of Paul Hogan. 
with a chair underneath him. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. the they animated that in the game that he was in, where yeah. it was like, you've got to animate that. You've got to put in a whole animation now that every wrestler can do that sort of step over the chair, jump, triple jump, moonsault thing, because that's all, Sa- all Sabu can do. <laughs> so we need <laughs> to make sure that he can do that. Yeah, oh, man. dear. It was a good uh, game, that, though. It was. Which one was that? Oh, was that 08? 08, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was, it was like, yeah. SmackDown versus Raw, featuring ECW. Yeah, yeah. Clearly <laughs> the ECW invasion on career mode. Yes. Yeah. That went on for about five weeks. That's it. I, I um, don't know the last one I played, to be honest, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, the match I was watching was them against... I can't believe I'm going to forget it again. Dreamer and Sandman. I thought, okay, these are like four stalwarts of ECW. And then there was a guy with a whistle. And honestly, I've never been so annoyed watching a wrestling match than I was watching this tag match with. I, I think you've mentioned it beforehand, Bill Alfonso. Bill Alfonso. I love the fact that you've had your first experience with Bill Alfonso. Yeah, yeah first and last. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> whistling away. Do you know what? The only thing I can think, I was like, when you said it and you were talking about it, I was like, I wonder if there's anything as annoying or more annoying than... Um, like Bill Alfonso, and the only thing I can think is, I think it's like SummerSlam 1995 or something, and these Iron Man match with Bret Hart and Bob Backlund, and uh, no, an I Quit match, sorry, and Roddy Piper is the um, the special referee, and I swear to God, if Roddy Piper doesn't say, um, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do on the mic, like, and then put it in someone's face? If he doesn't say four hundred times in that twenty-minute match, I'd be shocked because that's all he does the whole time. He must have been do? paid for every time he said that. I don't know uh, what it was. Do you know when you just like it's a proper early I am, uh, yeah, a proper early I quit match, and and then w- when you're watching it, like it's like, oh my god, this match is gonna be amazing. And then Roddy Piper's just like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you're just like, oh my God, stop it. Just stop doing that. Just like, let them do what they're doing. Jesus Christ. But yeah, that's the equivalent. That's the WWE equivalent of Bill Alfonso. But Bill Alfonso built a gimmick out of it and just did it all. Like, if he was annoying yet, he did his job. That's the whole thing. He was an absolute fudging weasel. Like, no two ways about it. And he absolutely loved it. Like... What a guy. Anyway. Something on. that I found more annoying was my phone going off right next to me. Yeah, and uh, far more annoying than Bill Alfonso whistling. You're was doing it, the Bill Alfonso? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't, no. Um, is your text noise Bill Alfonso's whistle? It's, it isn't yet. <laughs> it may be in the future after this. Really? Um, to make matters worse, the, the lights went off during this tag match. I was thinking... Well, Undertaker's not going to be in ECW. And it was Jerry Lawler. And I think... Oh, it was that one. And I think, this is very strange. Okay, Jerry Lawler, fine. And then the lights go off again to more whistling from the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Alfonso. And it's Jim Cornette. I mean, what main event was this? Why a tennis racket with him? He may have done, yeah. Tennis racket and yellow pants. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what, what main uh, event was this? What pay per view? It was just on like a regular episode of ECW in I think nineteen ninety eight. Oh right, okay. Um, I need to talk to Mission Impossible afterwards. 
No, this is just a, a regular episode. Wow. Mad. Um, so a, a mad episode, a mad match. And for that reason, the impact players win. Hey. <laughs> Not into this, me. Not into it. All right. Um, next one, RVD and Sabu versus Public Enemy. For, for me, that's RVD and Sabu. Oh, bloody hell. Come on. I do apologise. What are you doing here? You know. That's, oh yeah. my god! Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Callum, what's so, um? I'm I'm glad my internet connection keeps dropping. Oh, <laughs> this is an absolute outrage. I mean, if you want to put this on YouTube, you can, Ty. Put your hands up in the air and do a little dance, and a yeah, public enemy. I will do. Yeah. Oh, Callum's been public enemy. There you go. But you need to. I mean, that's we peaked here. We like, peaked. Callum. Callum uh, do you know what we should do? We should do a series of matches that we know Callum will hate. Like, from yes. way back when. You know what I mean? So we should, like, make him watch a Moolah match again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make him watch numerous episodes of it. Uh, um, uh, Trish and Bradshaw versus yes. uh, Jackie and Bubba match yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, uh, we should do that. Yeah. Um, what a we, stinky yeah. cow shit. We should what, make him watch awful matches just to see his reaction. Yeah. Because he gets so angry about it, it's quite funny. You know what I mean? There's nothing worse than bad wrestling. I mean, I'll give you that. That is true. But you can have bad wrestling and then, like, a good, fun gimmick going on. Or, like, a good, fun story and it, it, it like, saves it. Like, you can yeah. have awful wrestling. You know what I mean? Or you can have the Mountain uh, the Mountain Dew pitch black match at... Oh, this year. I liked it. Topped by Hardy's performance afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> just, just sight of everyone turning around and going and getting a drink. Uh, <laughs> oh, not these bastards. Wow. Let's get, a, let's get some Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> that worked. <laughs> um... Adam, what are you going with? Uh, I've gone for um, Avidin Sabu, so it's yeah, you. Adam, what, are you uh, what are you going with? I'm sticking with Public Enemy. You're mad. Um, Thank you. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, just because you, you've got a point, I'm going with Public Enemy. Fine. Because I want them to have a point. Can't be having them get. I mean, the, the, the last match is sort of like no and void. It doesn't really matter. Um, we need to do it, though, to actually decipher between a winner and a runner-up. Um, so it's the Dudleys versus the Impact players. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dudleys. Okay, well that makes sense that the Dudleys would win this. But yeah, let's see what happens, Callum. Yeah, I'd have to go for the Dudleys as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you think Just Incredible was potentially Storm's best? Tag team partner. Um. Yeah, because I don't feel yeah. like Storm and Christian. Actually, to be fair, Storm and Regal were very good together. Oh yeah, I forgot about them actually. Um. Potentially though, I think they meshed well. Storm and Christian. Yeah. Do you know what? I think Storm and Christian were good, but I think it was neither... more of a gimmick rather than them. Yeah, I think neither of them really like. Bought into the gimmick too well. Do you yeah, know what I mean? The like, whole anti-American thing. Yeah, I don't think they liked it. I don't think they were really like 
yeah. sold on, on the idea. I think could have been that could have been so good. Mm. But I think they were a bit like yeah. hey, you know, know what I mean. Um but yeah, I think uh, I think just incredible potentially was his best. Maybe Jericho way back when. You know what mm. I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, Lance Storm started wrestling. He um, he was Lance T Storm. Why? On the T stand of a thunder. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Is that a joke? Have you just tried a joke there? I think that's actually true. Storm the thing is, it would have been LT Storm, so in London, fighting. Fighting? Fighting. Lightning Storm. Fighting. So you're doing Dudley's Adam. Yeah, yeah. Right, and Callum. Callum Dudley's. Callum Dudley's. Okay, well, I'm going to go Dudley's, obviously. You know what I mean? So Dudley Boys win Group E. So they get given number five in the draw, and the impact players are runners up. So they get given number thirteen in the draw. Okay. And we'll recap all of those before we do the high tech draw. Right, Group F. WCW. So we've got the team of Harlem Heat, Stevie Ray and Booker T, the Hollywood Blondes. Brian Pillman and Steve Austin, The Outsiders, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, and Scott and Rick, the Steiners. So some good teams. First one, first match, is the Steiners versus the Hollywood Blondes. Please do Now, for me, I think my, my gut instinct is to go Steiners. And the reason for that is because I think Hollywood Bonds, it was it was one of those situations where it was a tag team quite early on in the career and that they both went to bigger things after the tag team was done. But for the Steiners, they were quintessential WCW tag team for years. You know, they were on top of the game for years. They've, they've been inducted yeah. into the Hall of Fame together. Like, it's it's all about them their work as a unit, their work as a team, they're sort of ready before the time or, you know, ahead of the time work that they did with Rick's sort of leaping bulldog um, off the top rope, the Frankensteiner. Like, how many matches do you see now where someone just busts out a version of the Frankensteiner? And then, I mean, to take it even further, I love the fact that Caden Carter and Katana Chance are now doing that sort of super Frankensteiner. Because that's a mint move to have as a tag team. Yeah, do you know what? I seen that and wondered if it was um, a Steiner thing. Like, mm-hmm. that they were like a little, uh, I don't know if you call it homage, but like they've seen something. Oh, oh, I don't know if I don't know if Rick and Scott ever did it to the point where like, one yeah, I don't think they did. Someone but, else on the shoulders, but yeah. yeah. I think it may be something where they've seen it and been like, okay, how can we like build on this? Yeah, yeah. Um, um yeah, so, so my yeah. my picks for the Steiners for this one. Um, yeah, do you know what? I do. I like the Hollywood Bonds, man. Like, I think again they were kind of like not so much ahead of the time, but on a bigger stage. And if not necessarily on a big stage, but 
if they were a tag team when Austin and um, Pillman were like bigger stars, that would have been like insane. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think the not on against either of them because of not being bigger stars or whatever at the time, but imagine like Austin being as over as he was and Pillman being as over as he got. Mm. And then them two being a tag team that would have been like, like peak. It would have been so good. Do you know what I mean? So only for that reason, and the fact that the Steiners have done so much, and that you can watch a Steiners match and not know that it's, um, it's a Steiner because Jesus Christ, he looks so different. Yeah. Um, like he looks like two different people. Like it's it's insane. Um I'm gonna have to agree and go with Steiners, I think. He thinks. Okay. Callum, where would you have gone? I'll defend Hollywood Blondes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's crazy to see Stone Cold or, or stunning Steve as he was back in nineteen ninety framing. Oh, five years later he's gonna be the biggest star in, in wrestling. Yeah, you can't really you couldn't really picture that. I would imagine, like thirty years ago, you say, "Oh, in five years' time, this guy is going to be wrestling for a different company and be their world champion." Um, I watched. You're essentially saying he's going to change the business. Yeah, saying, like, exactly. He's going to change the business. Yeah, and you know, whilst whilst him and Pillman, you know, are a, a pretty solid team. You know, I watched them against Flair and and Anderson from one of the Clash of the Champions. I think, you know, this is a, a a solid tag match which wouldn't look out of place in modern-day wrestling. And I think that's a testament not just to, to Flair and Anderson, but also Austin and Pillman, who sort of were against two legends of the business and didn't, didn't look inferior to them at all. But we're going to find a lot in, the, in this World Cup that you've got sort of two single stars or, or two men who are perhaps better known for their run, run as a single star against legendary tag teams, you know, like we had in the last round with the Dudley boys against RVD and Sabu. And for that reason alone, it, it's tough not to, not to not put the Steiners through in this match because the Steiners are just tag team wrestling for that company. So it has to be the Steiners. So one point for the Steiners. Uh, next one: Outsiders versus Harlem Heat. I think I think this is a tough one because, from a wrestling standpoint, I've never been that much of a fan of Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. But really? I think from yeah, but I think from a, more of a charisma point, they win it. I think the best wrestler between the four is Booker T. Really? Yeah. Why? Where would you go? Razor. Okay. Or Paul, I should say. Yeah. But I I wonder if that's probably because I've not seen enough Razor stuff. Razor's boss. In a lot of my Hall stuff, he felt it felt like he was phoning it in. He'd made his money. He was going to keep making his money. So is your is your essentially looking at? Scott Hall in like 2002 
and then like slightly before with some WCW stuff, but WWE yeah. stuff definitely that era. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't bad then. He wasn't like he was. He yeah, was and so- I'm not saying he was a bad wrestler, but I think I'm probably not seeing him having to prove himself as he would yeah. have had to do with Razor. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Defo go back and watch Razor stuff, man. Yeah, I do think Stevie Ray's a bit of a damp squib, though. No. I, I think, I think as a as a team, it worked, but it was, I think, it was because it was that mix of, like, almost like a, like I'm trying to think of, I don't want to say Enzo Cast because it's not Enzo Cast, but like a. Almost like a crime time in that you've got a big muscular guy who doesn't do much flashy stuff, similar to Street Profits, but not now because Dawkins is now like trying to match forward with everything. But when they first started out, whereas really it was Booker T, you know, JTG, Montez Ford getting the hot tag, doing the flashy stuff. And that was the reason for them getting over. Like a, like a Hardy's, early Hardy's. Yeah, because, again, Matt wasn't <clears throat> overly, you know, flashy. Jeff had come in and do the dives and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I yeah. love the Hardy's because they love Jeff. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then when you get older, you realise, Jesus Christ, like, Matt carried that team. Like, <laughs> yeah. Matt it's did like the Ricochet and Braun Strowman, like, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think mulling all that together, I think the outsiders just pip it for me. Okay, Callum. Yeah, I think I <clears throat> try and get my voice back. Um, that'd oh, be a good start. There you go. I've gone croaky. I'm going to sound like Kermit the Frog in a minute. <laughs> um, I think I've fallen into probably the same trap of sorts as Adam has done in the the, the timing of you know, watching more Scott Hall rather than more of Razor Ramon. The, I mean, the match, the match that I watched... Razor stuff, seriously. I mean, I think I've watched him versus Sean, obviously, in the ladder match. Obviously. But then that's about it. Watch um, Razor versus Double J for the IC title. Um, that, him and Double J are, like, are so good together. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's mad. Yeah, but the the match that I watched to you know sort of research the outsiders was them versus Bret Hart and Goldberg, and I thought you know this is going to be oh yeah quite interesting. Uh, before the match, Bret Hart was taken out, so I was like, okay, it's the outsiders versus Goldberg. Okay, um, I wanted to see Bret Hart wrestle, but fine. And then Bret Hart makes the save. And then somehow he's pinned without being the legal man. So, I mean, this was WCW in I should give them a little bit of credit, there. perhaps. But it's, it's still one of those moments where you're like, why doesn't it make sense? And it sort of took away from the match slightly. You know, I thought it was a fine match le- le- leading up to the finish, but the finish itself, from someone who just never really watched a lot of WCW was just confusing. Um 
the Harlem Heat match was against the Revolutionaries, which actually happened on the same card as Hart and Goldberg. So I thought that's you know that's an Do easy one to flip through. I still don't know. All oh, right, okay. Um, <laughs> Awkward. Google. I think, I, I think one of them was Steve, Dean Be- the revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them was Dean Milenko, but I'm, I may be very far off. Let's have a look. The revolutionaries. Or the revolution. Revolution. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shane Douglas, Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Perry Saturn. It was Dean Malenko and Perry Saturn. The yeah. radicals. Essentially, the radicals. <laughs> and Shane Douglas was on commentary. Not Eddie. The radicals without Eddie. That's <laughs> bad. Who knew, eh? Um, I think. I think for me, I, I want to make it interesting. So I'm going to say Harlem Heat. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going with the outsiders because I love them, first of all. But um, I don't. Harlem Heat. It's, this is the thing about Harlem Heat, which is. Which is Incestant in the sense because we're looking at tag teams, but it's like Booker T had this whole career before he became the Booker T that everyone knows, mm-hmm. and people kind of forget about Harlem Heat in a in a sense. Um. So yeah, I think they need some love, but the outsiders are just like they're just hard obviously it's like, it's the same with the, like Sabu and RVD like if you think of Hall and Nash you're thinking of WCW I would say because they're just they're NWO and that's mm. WCW you know what I mean now if you're thinking Diesel and Razor that's different yeah you know what I mean mm. but Diesel and Razor were never a thing it was never like a it was never a thing where they were like on on the same path or whatever. So yeah, it's gotta be um gotta be the outsiders for me, I think. Okay, Maybe. so that's a point to the outsiders. Uh next one, Hollywood Bonds versus the Outsiders. Now if I was to go back, if you would say to me you can watch a Hollywood Bonds match or an outsiders match, I'd pick a Hollywood Bonds match. Would you? So, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go Hollywood Bonds. That's quite interesting, I'll be honest. I wouldn't have thought you would have picked that. Mm. Not going to lie. Something about seeing younger wrestlers before the prime. Mm. More interesting than seeing two that essentially yeah. do the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which you've seen it once. Yeah. Um, yeah, you make a good point, you know. Because it'd be it's yeah, it will it would potentially be a more interesting watch to see a Hollywood blonde match. No, I'm going with outsiders. Gotta be. Sorry. Can't oh, the decider. Great. Great. Out of all of the 
underwhelming subpar matches that I've watched in the last two weeks. Uh, and for what it's worth, I did have to watch DIY Revival to sort of reignite my love for tag team wrestling. Um, the tag team that I was most invested in were the Hollywood Blondes. Oh, I truly really? think, oh yeah, but by far. Yeah, they were the tag team that for me were like, they could work in this generation so well. And I don't know whether it was because they were against Flair and Anderson, whereas perhaps some of the other opponents for the ones that we've got in, in this in this tournament, you know, weren't on the same level as Flair and Anderson from a tag team perspective. But the, the match that they had with the two just stood out far more than anything else. Nice. Okay, all right. Well, that's the point for the Hollywood Blondes on the board. Nice. Um, so, Harlem Heat versus the Steiners. I think, Surely again... Surely this has happened. Oh yeah, I would imagine yeah, so. Surely, um, I think this is an easy one for me. It's the Steiners. Mm, Callum, yeah, it's the Steiners for me. Mm. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I would have. You want to keep the dream alive? <laughs> yeah. No, I think I would have gone with Steiners. To be fair, I think yeah. I would have done. Yeah, only because of like I don't know. There's, there's just something about the Steiners. Do you know what I mean? He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, there's definitely something there. Yeah, I don't know why, but I feel like you could recreate the Steiners now. Oh, you could do if if yeah. Ron Breaker just again to use a family tie yeah. had someone bigger but with a bit more speed. You yeah. Know. Mm. Um, you know, maybe someone like a Damon Kemp or something like that, but like, you know, they, they could do they could definitely do something with it. I was gonna um, say American Alpha were quite uh, sort of like a throwback. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, you could put Gable with Breaker. Hmm. Yeah, that's a shout. Yeah, yeah. Gable could probably because he's like fast and like insanely strong. He can do a moonsault. Like <laughs> he can do a moonsault. <laughs> But yeah, someone like yeah, maybe not, maybe not him. But like yeah. somebody like that, yeah, you could recreate a star in a situation. Um, I feel like I should say that because it, it looks like the Steiners are going to go through, that we are solely basing this off the Steiners' history and background. Nothing to do with them not being the best people in the world right now. So oh yeah, we're looking yeah. at like people. Yeah. In the ring, we're not looking this at like definitely actual, isn't a political vote. <laughs> no actual human garbage, but yes, you know, like they had some good matches and they were a good team. Yeah, Even I mean, I always it's one of them. Like I always have to have the the caveat of like if you can differentiate between the two people of yeah. who's and who's not. Because I always pick Benoit for stuff like yeah, yeah, yeah. because as a wrestler, fantastic. As a human. Absolute dumpster fire. Like, I have no interest in what he did outside the ring. But yeah. in the ring, I can differentiate between the two. Know what I mean? Yeah. That's where me it goes. Um, so apologies for another short one from me. Um, Steiners versus Outsiders. So Steiners. That would be a good match, though. Yeah. I think. 
I'd go outside us all day, so it's up to Carl. Okay, go on. Um, in the words of Adam, apologies oh. for a short one from me. Oh, it's the Steiners. <laughs> oh my god. So the Steiners are through. Right. Winners, so I'm no gonna matter say, what. Just going back to this match. Mm-hmm. Is this purely based on like Steiners as a tag team? Yeah. 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 Doing different things and throwing like being interesting to watch and Hall and Nash purely being Hall and Nash for the last fifty years. I remember Hall and Nash for in ring moments outside of matches. I remember Steiners oh. as a tag team for in ring moments in matches. So that's where I'm basing that off. Right. Okay. If we okay. were doing a most charismatic. World Cup, it'd be Hall and Nash. Mm. You know, well, I'm basing this off the best tag teams. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do promo school. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the Steiners have got three points. Hollywood Bonds have got one. Outsiders have got one. So the final match is Harlem Heat versus Hollywood Bonds. If Hollywood Bonds win this, they're the runner-up. If Outsiders, if, if sorry, if Harlem Heat win this. We're in a dead heat between Bonds and Outsiders. And Harlem Heat. And how... Oh, no, because how... have Harlem Heat got a point? Yeah. No, but if they we win haven't... this, all three of them will have a point. Oh, of course they will. There you go, Calm. Thank you for that. Um, There's lovely. a reason why I'm here. There <laughs> is a reason. <laughs> Many reasons. Um, So, Harlem Heat, Hollywood Bonds... Um... On the arguments that you, you had... See, is right, is thing because you can look at it both ways from your yeah. being Harlem Heat are an actual tag team, whereas Hollywood Blondes, I'm not sure. I mean, they are an actual tag team, but were they an actual tag team? Do you know what I mean? But then there's the other side of it where you've got who would you watch it if you somebody said to you, yeah, you've got half an hour. You can watch a Harlem Heat match or a Hollywood Bonds match. You'd say Hollywood Bonds match. I would, yeah. Yeah. So, which way are you going to go with your own? Um, I'm just a complex person. I, I just can't, I can't have one straight. No. Um, I've noticed. I'm going to go Bonds. Okay. All right. I was going to say Bonds anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Harlem Heat have just been tired of baited. They oh, have been time abated. Oh no! Apologise, Booker. So, oh, God. Group F winners and being given number six in the draw are the Steiners, and Group F runner-up, given number fourteen in the draw, are the Hollywood Bonds. I think that's a bit of an upset, you know. I do too. You know, to say that you've lost outsiders and Harlem Heat. Yeah, I yeah, I'm shocked at that. Interesting. I didn't make the stands go through. So now we get to a point where we're back to individually picked groups. So Callum's got the tougher job in that me and Ty are essentially tiebreakers for these two. Callum's really got to ponder about who it is that he's going to vote for in these. So group G is Ty's group of IWGP. Um, so you've got Evil, Evil and Sonada, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson. Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks. Okay. 
Um, hang on. He's writing down <laughs> his own his own teams. <laughs> hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hello to Scott, by the way. Just in this gap. <laughs> you know what? what? You I won't. I saw... writing some stuff down. I'll um, I'll do it while we're doing it. All right. Okay. It's just my child's wanting to because it's mine. Yeah. She wants to have it, mm-hmm. so she steals everything. Um, okay. So the first match is the Young Bucks versus Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson. Now, I'll be perfectly honest. This is the most difficult one for me. Because I really like the Young Bucks as a tag team. As humans and as people, I don't necessarily agree with everything that they stand for. Um, in that, you know, yeah, they've made a, a shit ton of money, but they've done it by charging 40 quid for a picture. Still bitter about it. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> um, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson is arguably the best work of both men's careers. In the Giant Bernard, Matt Bloom's best sort of incarnation, his best work, Machine Gun Carl Anderson, watered down by the time he got to WCW, uh, w, uh, Jesus Christ, WWE, okay? Um, and one of the reasons why I was so excited about him actually going to WWE, and then it, you've not really seen the best of Carl Anderson yet. Um uh, I mean, it's tough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Bernard and Anderson. Okay. Yeah. Machine gun and sweet tea. All right, I'm with you. (laughs) (laughs) That machine gun and sweet um, Prince Albert. Prince Albert. (laughs) Sweet tea. That's a giant Bernard ended up dancing around. With an with a funker dactyl for God's sake, yeah, a funker fudging dactyl. What in the blue hell happened there? Now he's like head trainer. Um... Now he's head trainer because yeah. of the Bernard stuff, not because <laughs> of the dancing with the funker dactyl. Probably because he was willing to dance with the funker dactyl. Yeah, they were like, oh, they, we need to, they, this guy's a lifer. We need to get him a job. <laughs> he runs the performance center. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Alan's got to pick first because you're a tiebreaker. Oh, yeah, right. Sorry, go on. Oh, I mean, I can't quite believe that Giant Bernard is the same person as Lord Tenzai. Like, why, why would you leave New Japan in 2012 to go and join a different company where you're like, you're going to be this Lord Tenzai character? You'll beat John Cena in your debut. Don't worry about that. But then a few months later, you're just going to be dancing around with Naomi and Cameron. How does that sound to you? I still can't believe that for like the fact that he went from Albert to A-Train to then leaving, did the Bernard stuff and then came back that they thought, you know what, actually, we're not going to go back to Albert or A-Train or even Bernard. We're going to give you a whole new thing and pretend that you're some sort of Japanese lord. Yeah. Tensei thing was odd. Even A train was a was a weird. It, oh look, it's a train. <laughs> Something we can't catch this weekend because they're on strike. It's well, I <laughs> I wrote 
a whole thing, didn't I? A whole year review of 2002. And A-Train was in it, obviously. And the amount of times I wrote, <coughs> like, somebody versus A-Train, <laughs> not an actual train, was unreal. Yeah. Like, because he's not A-Train. But, yeah. They were hit by a train. <laughs> I mean, Undertaker straight continued after defeating Big Show and the Great That's Western it. Railway. <laughs> and the train. Yeah. Remember they did that thing with uh, with him and Sable. Remember that? Yeah. Sable ran like at SummerSlam randomly just squeezed his tits. Remember that? Yeah. And rubbing her hands through his chest, uh, weird. Weird that way, isn't it? Yeah. A little titty squeeze. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. Like, what happened now in the PG? Nah. <laughs> Such a weird, like, I don't know. Anyway, oh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, Bernard and uh, uh, Carl that. Anderson and Sweet Tea have been uh, <laughs> on the board. No, I haven't even picked yet. yet. They're on the board, like they've got a point from you. They're not on the, on the oh, board. Okay. They're on the I small think... board. <laughs> they're on the very, very small board. Yeah. The, the, the tag team that sort of got me into New Japan and sort of non WWE wrestling were, were the Young Bucks back in around late 2016, early 2017. Um, I didn't ask for a photo, uh, I just got an autograph instead, uh, which was £10. Disgrace. Slightly cheaper than, than you wanting a photo with them. Um, the, their body of work between, you know, Generation, is it Generation Me or something in, in TNA? Yeah. Um, you know, they even appeared in WWE. I think Matt Jackson got chokeslammed through a table by A-Train's former tag team partner, The Big Show, on a highlight of an episode of SmackDown. Lucky that they dodged that train. It was. It really was. T- Ty has disappeared. No, he's back. Uh, you've switched places now on my screen. Like you just really? you, you disappeared that time. I don't know what's going on on my internet today, you know. Oh, he's just done a Jerry Lord, or I should have been whistling in the background. <laughs> <laughs> um, all I heard was you didn't ask for a photo. No, I, I just got an autograph. Yeah, no, no, it's the other way around that they saw me on Pointless and asked for a photo of me. All oh, right, I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna say, are you Callum? Yeah, oh, yeah. No. Those, those two episodes. We go. watched them on the flight over it. <laughs> on repeat, on loop. We thought you were going to win the 10th time. <laughs> uh, all joking aside, and want to get through this, this match as quick as possible, it has to be the Young Bucks. See, I understand what you're saying, right? But they're now on playing Devil's Advocate, yeah. They're now on TV every week. You don't watch them. It's a very good point. <laughs> it's unsustainable to watch anything except WWE, for God's sake. Come on, after watching the matches I've watched in the last two weeks, you can see why. She's going back <laughs> to familiar ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that. That's cool. The books. Um, I. Oh, Carl Anderson and Sweet Tea versus Generation Me. Um, if anyone gets that reference, I'm super impressed, by the way. Uh, 
as much as it pains me to say, I'm gonna go with the books purely because I've seen a lot more of them. Okay. And yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm I'm not gonna be picking Carl Anderson and Bernard because I do like I do, that is a, is a tough opener. But yeah, I think I'm gonna go with the books. Okay. Right. I've massively balled some up here. Why? Because the last two matches on this list are a repeat of the first two matches of this list. So I'll tell you the second one, and then I'll fix what I've done. Um, so the second one is Evil and Sonata versus Tanahashi and Ibushi. Um, so Calm, if you want to talk while I fix. I mean, I'll try my best. Um, Evil and Sonata were sort of around at the time when I was getting into New Japan. So around like maybe like the 2017-18 sort of era. Um, just to let others know that I sort of gave up watching New Japan once the likes of Cody, Kenny, Bucks and, and Adam Cole had sort of left that that promotion, sort of went over to AEW. So I've not really been watching much of New Japan in like the last three years, sort of since the pandemic. Um Looking at how long Tanahashi and Ibushi were tag champions, and you know they may have been tag champions beforehand. I didn't go too too um extensive into how long their reigns had been. It looked like they were only tag champions in 2020 for like four or five months. Yeah. I don't know if that can be you know fact checked within the next few minutes. But I mean, if they're only tag champs for five months in 2020, I'd imagine that was a good chunk of time they didn't defend their titles because of the pandemic. Um, I think they did. I think it was just... It was a weird one over there, weren't it? Because it's yeah. like... They, they, they had, it was just standard practice to wear a mask in, in mm. Japan a lot of the time, so... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, Tanahashi and Ibushi is sort of that dream New Japan tag team uh, that rarely come around too often but because evil and sonata sort of felt more of a of a faction within the loss in Grenoblis to japan group i have to go for evil and sonata hmm. i'll be honest these two teams are my sort of like shallow grave in that i ain't got a clue really um so purely just because my boy's in one of them, I've got to go Tanahashi and Ibushi. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. Papa love Sanada, you know. No, I've got to go Ibushi and Tanahashi just because it's Ibushi. Like, can't bet against Ibushi, can you? Like, I know that seems a bit of a cop out, but you just can't. He's like, he's just the best. Like, he's so good. Like, irritatingly good. In fact. Uh, okay, so that's yeah. a point on the board for yeah, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Tanahashi and Kotobushi. Um, match three. Apologies again on my behalf for where I'm going to go with this. Evil and Sonada versus the Young Bucks. I've got to pick the Young Bucks because I don't really know too much about Evil and Sonada. And that's a cop out and it's shit. I do apologize. Callum? Because I think yeah, it's, it's going to be a cop out from me as well. 
Oh no, he's it's just me go. now. Ty's gone completely. It's just me and you. There's no time. Oh, he's back. Oh. <laughs> it's Jim Cornette. I'm raging here. <laughs> raging. I'm just looking forward to this quiz that we're going to do. Oh, it's happened again. What, where are you? I don't know what you're talking about. Is he just slowly catching up with stuff? He's frozen again. No, he's, he's frozen gone. again. Uh, right, so I voted for Young Bucks. How long have you voted for? Yeah, Young Bucks as well. Right, okay. Let's just get that one done. He can catch up afterwards. Um, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson versus Tanahashi and Ibushi. I'm going to go Bernard and Anderson, purely because I've seen more of them as a tag team. I think when one had a 564, you can tell that I've been looking at Wikipedia. One had a 564-day reign as tag team champions, and the other tag team, I'm not really sure about how long their reign were. It has to be Anderson and Bernard. Bernard. Not not Bernard from Blackadder. Keep thinking of Beethoven, like a giant Bernard. (laughs) Um, Are you back? I don't even... Uh, Right, so just to catch you up... um, we voted for the Young Bucks over Evil and Sonata. Young Bucks over Evil. I've missed, I've missed matches. Yeah. Um, and then we voted for Bernard and Anderson over Tanahashi and Ibushi. How long was I out? Well, we just did it quick. Because, you know, oh, we my kinda, God. What was the last one? Uh, Bernard and Anderson. So, um, hang on. So, Bucks and... have got two. Bernard and Anderson have got one. Evil and Sonata have Bernard and Anderson yeah. fight in the last match? Uh, Tanahashi and Ibushi. Right. And then they won it? Yeah. Second. So then, oh. penultimate one, Bernard and Anderson versus Evil and Sonata. For me, it's Bernard and Anderson. Yeah, likewise. Yeah. There you go. Easy. Oh my god, you are like banging these out without he- Oh Jesus Christ. We're well, well, the final already. All right, sounds so good, so good, so good. Whatever, whatever, whatever. The last the last one's difficult, but Bucks versus Tanahashi and Ibushi. Well, my internet better not go off on this one. Well I think I'm gonna go with Bushi and Tanahashi for this one. Even I've seen much more of the books as a team, but I think but between the two teams, if you were saying, saying to me, would you either go and watch that Young Bucks match or that match where these two, I'd go and watch the Tanahashi and Bushi match. Depends who the Bucks were fighting. I mean, if they were both against each other all day long, but... Fair play. Fair play. Oh, of course it's me, isn't it? Because you may yeah. have to be the tiebreaker. Not me, you will have to be the tiebreaker, Ty. Oh... The Bucks have done far more for tag team wrestling than Tanahashi and Ibushi have done. Jesus Christ. Uh, So it's on me to... Yeah. Um... Going off what Callum said, I've got to say the books, I suppose. Okay. All right. So, winners of Group G are the Young Bucks. So they get uh, number seven for the draw. And then runners up for Group G, they get number 15 is Giant Bernard 
and Carl Anderson. So, final group. Here we go. We're almost there. We're making right. good progress. Okay, that stays on, eh? Oh, well, I mean, it'll need to for this bit. Freaking hell. So, my group of progress, uh, so former progress tag team champions, you've got Aussie Open, British Strong Style, so Tyler Bate and Trent Seven, CCK of Kid Lycos and Chris Brooks, and the Grizzled Young Veterans. So, match number one is CCK versus British Strong Style. Callum? So, you're going to be far more knowledgeable about progress than, than I definitely am. But what I would say is that I know quite a lot about British Strong Style because of their work in NXT and NXT UK. And some of the matches that, that Tyler Bate and Trent Seven had against tag teams like the Undisputed Era were much like an ECW wrestler, just incredible. And they sort of just set a new bar for tag team wrestling in NXT. So it has to be British Strong Style. Ty. Um, yeah, I think. Which version of uh, the strong style are you thinking? Uh, Bait and seven. Bait and seven. Oh, then that is okay. Um, yeah, it's got to be pretty strong style, isn't it? Yeah, we can do. I think I probably would have gone the same. Yeah, I like I CCK. In a match with um, BSS versus BCC. <laughs> um, second match, Aussie Open versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. I mean, has this match happened? I think so. If this match has happened, I want to watch it. Like... Wow. GYV just do you know what? Whatever happens, I'm not gonna bet against GYV because I've got a personal interest in the fact that um it happened at Progress Chapter 93 for the tag titles. Okay. Um and I think it may have happened again before that, but yeah, it's definitely happened. Oh, he's watching that this afternoon. Smashing. <laughs> um, yeah, because I um, because I think uh, Zach Gibson or Rip Fowler is he Rip Fowler now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rip Fowler. Yeah. Um, because I think he's my mate. Um, I've got to go with GYV. I don't think he's my mate. We know each other. We're not mates. He wouldn't remember me. I mean, oh. I'm on his real Facebook. Does that count? Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, on. So again, you know, watched quite a bit of GYV when they were in NXT and NXT UK. Uh, not so much of the current GYV with Rip Fowler. And what's what's Drake's name? J- Jagger Reed. Jagger Reed. Thank you. Um, I thought it was something daft like that. Fowler and Reed, awful. You, you're not going to become champions of Fowler and Reed, are you? No. Um, obviously watched a bit of Aussie Open recently because you know last year we had both of them in 
the World Cup last year, so watched a few of their matches then and rewatched them versus Frankie Kazarian. I mean, this this isn't going to get Alan out of his chair. Frankie <laughs> Kazarian and Josh Alexander versus <gasps> Aussie Open. Um, it was the the oh, top God. top rated match match on YouTube when I typed in Aussie Open. That wasn't Roger Federer versus Rafa Nadal. <laughs> but for funny. some for some of the <laughs> matches that GYV had against the likes of Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews, I just have to give it to to GYV. I think that they're another tag team that, much like British Strong Style, sort of revolutionised tag team wrestling in Britain, and you saw the success that they that they had when they moved over to the states. Oh, I'm worried about my boys. Um, right. Well, they've just signed... Aussie Open have just signed with AEW, haven't they? Yeah. And they're on Dynamite on Wednesday. Are they? Facing Vikingo and Commander. Ooh. Mm. I'm a little up behind on AEW, to be fair. Match three, GYV versus British Strong Style. Wait, so who won that one? GYV? Uh, uh, GYV, yeah. Yeah. And then what's the next match? GYV versus British Strong Style. Um, I'm going to say GYV again because Scousers stick together. I mean, don't get more Scouse than Rip Fowler. Do you? Go on. Do you? Do you have more Scouse than Rip Fowler? I don't know. Probably um, Steve McNamanan, I don't know. Steve McManaman. Steve Gerrard, I don't know. <laughs> um, British Strong Style. Oh. Do you know what? Do you know what's interesting, right? I I think Tyler Bate is amazing. But Seven's a bit... Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right in that. If 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 you were going for solo matches, you'd watch Bale. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go GYV between these two, purely because, like, even from a time of like going around some of the indies around here, I saw Gibson and Drake separately. It was great to start seeing them together. I've seen them in tag matches together. They're very very good. You know, um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go GYV. Um, CCK versus Aussie Open. Calm. I'm gonna go for Aussie Open. Okay. Yeah, I think CCK. I like my um, like that one where you're a bit like mm, only because I think I've I'm, I think I've only seen like one match. You know. Mm. Um. I don't know, like... Aussie Open are good, aren't they? That's the thing. Aussie Open are brilliant. One of the T-shirts that I found, actually, was an Aussie Open T-shirt. Like, Aussie Open are, are like, super impressive. And they roll with the Billy Goat as well, which is always (laughs) good. Always a good thing to do. What you didn't tell me, slightly dating the thing, um, the podcast, is that um, on Dynamite, it's a, a Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship match. 
Oh, did you not know that they'd won the ROH tag title? I knew that they'd won it. I didn't know it was tag title. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're not yeah. going to lose them, but yeah. I would assume not, but you never know these days. You know what I mean? Tony Khan does what he wants, doesn't he? Yeah. Mad one. Proper mad one. Um, I'm going to go with Aussie Open because I don't think it's fair for me to go with CCK. Okay. Um, And I feel like we've done service to them. Yeah. I'll be honest. Well, but, I feel like the next one's going to be very quick. And then I'm hoping for a little bit more discussion with the last one. Um, GYV versus CCK. Yeah, GYV. I'm assuming it's GYV. Would you... Okay, so how we're doing this, but is there anywhere where you'd be like, CCK should have won that? Um, possibly against British Strong Style. You think I I I hmm. yeah I would have gone Aussie Open over CCK, and then right. right now I would probably go CCK over GYV. Okay, one of my favorite matches I ever saw live was CCK versus LAX. Hmm. So the the sort of the hold the hold up for me there. Which and that version was, of LAX? It was Santana and Ortiz. Wow. Yeah, it was phenomenal. It was my hmm. first progress show. It was absolutely amazing. Wow. Yeah. To the point where, like, even at, and the another sort of reason why it's up there in my head is there's a point where they all do a shitload of moves. Everyone's knackered. Santana rolls out of the ring and comes and sits on my knee for a little bit. So, yeah. It's for a little bit of and they, they, they've got it on camera. So, <laughs> oh. Yeah. Just sitting there. Did you say anything? He sat on my knee and I sort of tapped him. I was like, it's all right. It's all right. You have a rest. Had to come in for a couple later, and then he got back up and carried on. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? <laughs> <laughs> See, you threw me in now because oh, Santana and Ortiz are so good. So CCK must be like sublime. Oh, if you if you can watch that match. Try and watch that match. I want to see if I can find it somewhere so I can send it. I to was going to say what um what what absolutely sublime. I think at one point it was on the network, but but well, what chapter is it? Uh, I'll try and find out. You say ninety three. Oh no, chapter eighty. Eighty. Yeah. Okay. Gods nice. and monsters. You need to go to a progress show. Well, you know, next time there's one round here, we'll go. Every time I want to go, it's like, oh, that would be cool to go. Oh, it's all Like, right. Well, next time they announce so, one, we'll go. So fast. Um. Um. Do you know yeah, what? So I'm going to go on what you've said, and I'm going to go CCK. Oh. Okay. Right. I'm going to do it. So that gives CCK a point. Woo! So now, GYV are through, are through as winners anyway. Yeah. We've got British Strong Style, Aussie Open, and CCK all on one point. Whoever wins this match is going through as the runner-up. Right. Okay, so British Strong Style versus Aussie Open. That would be such a good bloody match. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Like... Oh my god, they wouldn't give each other a minute. Oh, 
Ai, 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 Oh, I'm so glad. Well, I, I would have gone as the Open. So, winners of group, where are we up to? H. Um, in getting great. number eight in the yeah, getting number eight in the draw is the grizzled young veterans, and getting number sixteen in the draw are the runners up Aussie Open. Now, get a load of this for a round of sixteen before we do the draw. What number is um, Aussie Open? Sixteen. Obviously, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, FTR, DIY, Motor City Machine Guns, the Hardy Boys, the Dudley Boys, the Steiner Brothers, the Young Bucks, Grizzled Young Veterans, the Acclaimed, American Alpha, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels, the Usos, the Impact Players, the Hollywood Bonds, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson, and Ozzy Open. Some good, good shit there. So, are you ready for the very, very high-tech draw? So, I bought ping-pong balls. So ping-pong? As, as, as opposed ping to... <laughs> <laughs> Not ping-pong, <laughs> but... Um, to preface this, we did have a bingo machine the last time we did this, but I've since been moved from what is now my daughter's room to a cupboard. So, I threw the bingo machine away. So I bought. Yeah, I know. I bought a lot of ping pong balls. I bought a bag of 50 because they were the cheapest and I only needed 16. So there's currently 34 ping pong balls downstairs. And Amy's like, what are you doing with them? I don't know. Um, yeah. And I spent a bit, of, a bit of time last night. It was, it was pretty quick. Just writing numbers on them all. Um, and I couldn't find anything big enough to put them in. So they're currently in a Sainsbury's carrier bag. So. Well, the supermarkets are available. <laughs> there you go. Said other supermarkets are available. Yeah, but my yeah, balls yeah. are currently in a bag. So yeah. I'm gonna give them a good shake. Right. Yeah. And then we're gonna just start drawing. I'm gonna start figuring out the matches for this round of sixteen. Okay. I love it. Now you've had two kids, are your balls gonna be in a bag for real? They're gonna be in a, a vice. <laughs> yeah. I think right. two like done. So number the first team out is team number nine. So they are the acclaimed. Ooh. So who is going to face the acclaimed? I am writing down as I go as well. And I've just realized right. I have very limited space to put 16 ping pong balls in front of me. So <laughs> I'll write them down as we go. Okay. They are going to face team number 16, Aussie Open. Could happen. Could happen mm. soon. Could. Could. True story. We have team number four, the Hardy Boys versus team number ten, American Alpha. Well, that's Ooh. one of my teams. That's one of my teams going out. Tough. <laughs> Tough. Uh... Uh, all right, number 13, the Impact Players. 
versus number one, FTR. Interesting. Interesting. Number two, DIY versus number five, the Dudley Boys. Ooh. <laughs> that would be good. Number 15, Giant Bernard and Carl Anderson. Versus number 14, the Hollywood Blondes. Mm. Number seven, Young Bucks. Versus number six, the Steiners. Great. Number three, Motor City Machine Guns versus number 11, AJ Styles and Christopher Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've seen that before. <laughs> so that means the final match is between number 12, the Usos, and number eight, the Grizzled Young Veterans. I mean, I'll be honest with you, yeah, that last one we should really essentially see, but I doubt we ever will. Yeah. Yeah. Garbage. Right, do you want me to go through them? Give me one sec. Let me put my balls back in my bag so <laughs> they don't go everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do, just because I've got so many? We should do like a, we should do like an ultimate Royal Rumble match and we draw everyone's numbers just oh, for the shits. Right. Yeah. Go on then. Okay, so we've got the Acclaimed versus Aussie Open. We've got uh, the Hardys versus American Alpha. We've got Impact Players versus FTR. We've got DIY versus the Dudleys. We've got Carl Anderson and Giant Bernard versus the Hollywood Blondes. We've got Young Bucks versus Steiners. We've got Motor City Machine Guns. Versus AJ Styles and Daniels, and we've got the Usos versus GYV. Nice, nice. Interesting. Wow. Interesting. We're gonna take a bit of a deep dive into um, other stuff. Uh, more like more. What's it called? More stats. Yeah, yeah stuff like that. For each one, um, we're going to do some watch lists that we're going to post on our socials. Uh, what we think you should watch for the best of these people when they, when they pop up and that. Um, and we'll see what happens, see where it goes, see, see how it all pans out. You know what I mean? Um, maybe... Maybe we might do a poll mm-hmm. for each one, mm-hmm. just for fun. Don't promise me a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we might do. I don't know yet because I always feel a little bit like polls are hit and miss. Like in the sense that 
if it catches on, you can get hundreds of people in it. And if it doesn't, you can get six people in it. You can look you like me. Yeah. So <laughs> you know what I mean? It just it's one of them where it's like, yeah, no. So I don't know, we'll see. But it's all good. It's all good. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Um that's an interesting 16, I'll be honest with you. Mm. I'm just writing these matches into the little um table that I've done, and I've only done the first half, but already like Hardy's and Alpha is gonna kill me. Yeah. Like yeah. and well, then I... some of the matches that you're gonna get on that side of the table as well is just yeah, unbelievable. How do you think I feel about Hardy versus Alpha? One of the teams yeah. that I've picked are going to be knocked out <laughs> in the last 16. It's not going to be like last year. I, I'm probably not going to have a Finn Bauer left by the final. Well, this is it, isn't it? We've got to tie our flags to our masts, don't we? In, in the hope that someone on our what, groups... Looking at it as the 16, I genuinely don't know who could win it. It's Yeah, it's proper yeah. out there. Like we're gonna lose some pretty big teams in the round of sixteen, and then even more in the semi, in the quarters and the semis. Yeah, like these are a lot of teams where I could be like, I could see them going through and then winning, but then it's like they're not even gonna get to the final because they're gonna have to. Two, these these especially two who I'm looking at who are like, yeah, they one of them is gonna go out, and I don't know who it's gonna be. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. Oh god, I just threw on me thing. Um round of sixteens where it gets super interesting. Um yeah, we'll we'll revisit. Yeah, we are gonna have a break from the World Cup next week. Um because not to record, but as it's been released, um before we get into the round of sixteen, we will have our SummerSlam. Reactions, predictions. Yes, yes, we will. Uh, yeah. So, uh, that's our sixteen. If you're, um, if you're listening, who do you think is going to go through? Who do you think is going to win? Who's going to let us know? Um, as always, we are. Um, are we done? By the way, are we? Are we thingy? Yeah, this episode's done, and then we're going to do something a little bit different. Sweet. Um. Yeah, so we are everywhere you can possibly be. Um, we're on X. Gonna send some X's. Oh god. Um, I keep waiting I for my app to update, but it's still a, it's still the bird. It's still the bird for me. Yeah. Yeah. Still the bird. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna do some X's, some Twitters. That's Larry, by the way. Larry the bird. Yeah. I'll have to think of his name. I've, un, as, as upsetting as this may sound, I've basically been on Twitter. Oh, jump. Jump. There you go. Sorry. Dog's trying to get up. Um, I've basically been on Twitter pretty much every single day for 17 years. I'll be honest with you. Like when you first started talking on Twitter? Yeah, man. I've had a Twitter since, like, Twitter began. <clears throat> like... 17 years ago, I was getting retweets off Justin Bieber. Just saying. Like, that's where I am. The only Maybe. two on Twitter at the time, but... Yeah. Well, I feel like I was on it really early. Really, really early on. Like, <laughs> know what I mean? 
Like I was on it when, like as I say, when like Bieber was getting like three hundred retweets and that. You know what I mean? Mad. And I was like, obviously, you know. Um, but yeah, it's a sad day that that's gone. But anyway, um, we're also on Threads. Threads is good. I don't really use Threads, but I probably should more now. Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. YouTube. Um, the, the yeah, we're everywhere. Do you think? We're even on Simpsons Tapped Out. So if you want to be our mate on that. <laughs> it's all good. Um, it's that you've put that next-gen title in the, in the thing. It's a nice title. It's a, isn't it a nice title? It's a nice title. Isn't it? It helps you yeah. on. Just getting over jealousy as well, because I've just seen that some woman's just won a £500 to spend in Forbidden Planet. <laughs> Delirious, I'd be. Delirious. Oh my god! I know. Where from? Tell you, Jesus Christ! Wow, five hundred pounds. I'd just like spend. I just, I just buy comics for the next year. Thing. I'd, I'd buy one of them big statue things that are always in the glass cabinets. Yeah, be, yeah, 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 that would be. Good. Just get a big bulk thing and then just keep the rest for like little bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what statue would you get? If there was a Last of Us one, probably a Last of Us one. If not. Maybe like a Batman. Mm. Mm. Yeah, my initial thought was, if I could get any statue, it would be Speedy. Because ah right, okay. Um, or maybe Flash because of the weather. I watched the new Flash this week. It's good. I quite liked it. Yeah, I it's just seen it. it's flopped, so I don't think they're going to end up doing anything with it. No, no. I was Barbie, by the way. Is Barbie too old for a five-year-old? Um, there's a lot of stuff in it that's going to go over a red. There's a lot of stuff in it that went over <laughs> Ruby's head. There's only like three kinds of bad jokes. Oh, yeah, but I mean, they're, they're all sort of scuppered, sort of. But I think it, it's it's good enough to sort of hold their attention for long okay. enough. Yeah. See. Oppenheimer was definitely the better film. I was going to say, probably not suitable for a five-year-old, but that one. I would assume yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, why are all these trailers... 15, oh dear. There's some dark yeah. stuff in Oppenheimer. I can imagine. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, yeah, as I say, we're everywhere. Follow us, like us, watch us, listen to us, all that funky jazz. Um, I'm going to throw it around the table. Do your thing, and then we will get out of here. Um, anything coming up, Adam? Um, nothing major. I'm going for a walk on Monday around Hollywood Lake, which is near us, with two people from work. Um, and yeah, I mean, the reason why we're not recording next Saturday is because it's me mate Stag do, um, which has turned into a whole day thing. Yeah. I cannot be asked, and I can say yeah. that because I know that he won't listen to this podcast. But I cannot be asked. Um, uh, like Rachel's in Newcastle, yeah. They just like just go off. There's parts of it that I'm looking forward to, but then there's parts of it where I'm just like, I, like me and him are meeting up. We're going for breakfast. Excuse me, I found a nice place to go for breakfast, so we're gonna go and do that. And then me and him are gonna go and do a thing. I won't say it just in case he's actually listening. Um, and then. We're meeting everybody else, but then that we're meeting like nineteen other people to then go and do a thing, go for a meal, 
and then we've booked like a place that are going to do us like a booth to go and have drinks and stuff. But like past the meal, I could go home. Like I'm not interested yeah. in all the other kind of stuff. Drink, do you? So no, no, no. I'm here for the activities. I'm here for the food. Past that point, not asked. But I've jokingly said to him, sort of jokingly slash possibly loaded, said to him, mm-hmm. Summer Slam is the same night. So you do that, I'll go to shooters and I'll go and watch Summer Slam. And he was just like, no. But then I said to him the other day, I said, hey, if it gets to the point though, where he like he's being he said that he doesn't want to drink too much, right? Yeah. But I think that there are enough people going on this thing that they're going to influence him to then go out and drink a lot, right? I ain't following you around clubs and shit. If that happens, I'll be in shooters watching SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, never mind the fact that we've also booked a hotel room because for some reason he can't go home, even though we're only in Manchester City Centre. So, yeah. Sounds like a good time. Hey, did you know why he didn't even have a statue? Did you not? Not even do anything? No. And then one of my mates was like, um, how come he didn't have a stag too? Like, you know, like, you know, like going like because he's done some stuff and gone to strippers and like because like all that stuff. And I was like, because if I want to go to strippers, I'll go tomorrow. Like, <laughs> and I'll, I'll tell my wife, hey, I'm going to strippers. And she'll say, okay, have fun. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> Like if See, I want if I wanted to do that, I'd just go. I don't have to be like, oh no, oh, I can't wait no more. His future wife, I had to tell her everything that we were doing so that she could approve it. Oh my god! Oh yeah, none of that, none of that, none of that were ready. Yeah. She's just like you she do. didn't go to Amy's Hindu because Amy went to go and watch the Dream Boys, and all the Dream Boys did was dance with the tops off. But they they have always agreed them too that um they'll never do strippers or anything like that. So I'm I'm very tempted just to do something with a stripper. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like, oh yeah, it's something. I re- it's not something I'm. I'm like, I would do anyway. But Amy mate was just like, you can do a what? And I was like, yeah, I just I just go and I'd like if I went on a night out and ended up in the strippers, I would not be like, oh, I'm selling rage. Like I just be like, yeah, yeah, well, strippers. Like it wasn't. Some ugly boobs in there. No, I mean like. Well, I mean it's 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 not the top of your list for anything that you'd actually go and do anyway. No. But then the assumption is that like like because we we booked everything through this company called the Stag Company, and it's been great in terms of like getting the organisation done. But in terms of the activity that you get as part of the package, some of the things that I had to scroll past of like top us brunch and it's like i don't want some poor girl walking around with her boobs out bringing me a piece of toast like <laughs> it's not, that doesn't sound enticing to me no, at all. Bro- <laughs> oh God. she's like sat yeah. there flipping bacon and it's spitting all over it like put a t-shirt on where's my black pudding <laughs> these sausages are hard always oh, hang on no <laughs> oh god <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> Alan, what are you doing? What's going on with your uh, Nothing as exciting as that, by the sounds of things. Yeah, I've got to get this quiz done really quickly because they close at 12. Um, but no, not a lot, to be honest. Going down to visit relatives later on this week. Um, Premier League season starts in two weeks' time, so this time in two weeks I'll be pulling my hair out slightly. Um, because Forrester away to Arsenal, so that's going to be fun. 
and I will say at the same time. So I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I, I did look look up at both of you, but yeah, pulling the hair out probably isn't the best idea. Um, but no, I mean, probably watching some tag team matches that don't include RBD and Sabu, so that's a plus <laughs> for me. Good times, good stuff. Um, you know, Bill Alfonso I... was actually in the bloodiest match in ECW history. Why, did someone shove a wh- his whistle up somewhere? <laughs> him, and, him and Bueller, I think it was Bueller, was a um one of, one of the buddiest matches in uh, ECW history because he cut himself too far or whatever and he had to have a blood transfusion afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that up there with like Sabu Gaffer taking his arm back together? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that match was like wasn't wasn't in its entirety for like fifteen years. It's only recently that you can actually get it in its entirety because the match was so. Like you could see the inside of Sabu's arm and that. Uh, grim. Must have been Bueller's biggest match since Ed Rooney. Oh dear. On that note, um, stay safe, <laughs> stay entertained, and uh, look after yourselves and each other. Um, and we'll catch you next time. And remember to watch the wrestling that you want to watch, not the wrestling that. Um, I've you watched. Think you, yeah, that you've watched. Although, if you're going to watch him wrestling, watch some old Razor matches because the boss. So, there you go. And we'll catch you next time. Bye.